When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broncos live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Use the code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook if you like sports betting. Um, coming to you live. Live. From Studio A. Studio A. Here at the DNVR bar where the A stands for happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, that's me. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. You want to you finish it? Happy birthday. <laughs> happy, happy day. Do we have well, a birthday here? Yeah. Yes, we have a birthday here. We, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard the rest of that song. Oh, no, you've yeah. never been to Red Robin? Oh, Not on a birthday. No, yeah. Oh, that is... He- you should go tonight. Oh. I actually love Red Robin. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorites. That, Lexi they, is not a big Red Robin fan. Well, like it's your birthday. Loki it's had your birthday. Red Robin it, it as is. a partner at one point. Wow. Wow. Bottomless, bottomless fries? That's the Bottomless thing. fries. Bottomless freckled lemonade. Freckled lemonade? What's that mean? It's like strawberry lemonade. Oh, that sounds good. Their shakes are fire. Bonsai burger. <gasps> Man. That's where I like the one with the egg on it. I know you're anti-egg on I burger. Am. That's yeah. the good egg on a burger place. All right. Yeah. They're great at it. I won't have it, but I'll believe you. <laughs> okay. We know your meal tonight. Eggs on a burger. Eggs on a burger. Actually, can you get a I can say plans? because it is a partner. Legal Pete's. Oh, legal Pete's and walking over the Avs great. game. I'm going to Legal Pete's for lunch. No way. Wow. Yeah. Different Legal Pete's. I had I had Illegal Pete's for breakfast. Really? Weird. I, no, I didn't. Okay. But I just <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to fit in. They have fire breakfast burritos. They do. Oh, they really, really do. Huh? Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach, if you don't go to Illegal Pete's, you're letting everyone down. What do I go for now? Just uh, a snack. You can get their chips and queso. You oh, can. Amazing. Their queso is yep. so good. That's best. It is the best queso yep. there is. Yep. Reverse nachos. Just oh yeah, it. it's Chip, like a burrito bowl, but better. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's it, crazy. It, it's better because it's loaded with two ladles of queso at the bottom. Yes. Mm. Yeah. This guy knows. Oh, I know wow. reverse nachos. And because going to the abs game, you get the free margarita because with the ticket. Wow. Oh. So it works before the game too? Yeah, before or wow. after. It's like for any concert, any sport, sporting their, sporting event. There their margs are amazing. They just they dump are. tequila in. And then top it off with Marg Mix, like an inch. No, not even an inch on top. And it doesn't even taste like alcohol. It's dangerous. I love yeah. it. This is a, one of the best Legal Pete's ads ever. I know. <laughs> We're not even, we don't have to do it. Uh, just like, um, actually, we have a counter now. So I know exactly how many minutes until I'm going to have a Legal Pete's. Uh, um, so anyways, congratulations. Uh, sounds like a great way to spend the big one nine. Um, oh, so no mark for him then. Hey, no, no I'm not mark. 19. I'm 26. <laughs> which honestly is like big time. It's like washed age. I was gonna say, dude, the if you were on insurance. the Broncos, yeah. you'd be like, it's time to get I the know, career. Right? <laughs> I'd be like, wow, dude, is this t- time to go to like law school or something? Is he worth another contract at this <laughs> oh, age? Oh wow, exactly. Like or maybe if I'm a career backup. You'd just be drafted rookie season. Wow, that is insane. shout out to Stetson Bennett. <laughs> that is one of the weird things though. Like you go in the locker room and you have to remember like. Okay, half these guys are younger than me, which is weird. But also, Garrett Bowles was a 26-year-old rookie. Yeah. 25, I think, but I think but I mean, he turned yeah, 26. I think, yeah, turned 26. <sighs> what a pick. Isn't it crazy that Stetson Bennett is older than, I believe, two of the quarterbacks that were in the playoffs last week? That's really crazy. The, yeah. One of my few like pro-college football takes, not that I'm like super anti, it's just not as good as the NFL, is it would be kind of fun if Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson, those guys, were still playing college football. Like, could you imagine what they'd do to that game? What? It'd be kind of fun to you see. Because, wanna... like, they would be seniors at this point? Yeah, like, with the COVID year, and they have, like, whatever red shirts. They take the Stetson Bennett route. <laughs> Interesting. That'd be I, insane. I kind of... Th- I think the turnover of college football is part of what makes it fun. True. Like, it should make it... Impo- not impossible. It should make it a lot harder to build dynasties. Alabama and Georgia have kind of proved that wrong, but it should make it harder. It should. <laughs> not when you got the GOAT. Yeah, Kirby Smart is pretty smart. <laughs> 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 Kirby Former smart. Alabama coach. Uh, uh, speaking of coaches. Oh, boy. Oh, we no. are... No, you know, we had good vibes to I start. Know. Let's just keep them going. Yeah. I, t- I tweeted this out, boys. I didn't say it exactly this way, but this is the first day I've not felt great about this coaching search. <sighs> this is the worst day of the coaching search mm-hmm. by far now. We can come out of it on the other side tomorrow, or maybe at the end of this pod, it's already coming out of it, or it could continue to just get worse, but where the Broncos are right now is a really, really dark spot. Yep. It's not great, um, because it doesn't feel like they have the inside track to anyone at this point. Uh, (laughs) They're on the bench right now. And that's such a weird place to be, and like... The delayed meeting with the Broncos is very odd with Sean Payton. Um, Dan Quinn sneaking in a second interview with the Cardinals before getting one with the Broncos is odd. And it just feels like the Broncos are like, what, what, are, you, what are you guys doing? Like, It's like the Broncos are kind of being led by a group that's never done this before. It does feel that way. Uh, and there was an interesting tweet from Benjamin Albright who said, Penner wants Payton, others want Shaw, wonder who that is. And um, uh, Condoleezza. Uh, and football people <laughs> want Dan Quinn. Football, Wonder who that football person, person wants Dan. Uh, and I actually talked to a couple of people last night in many different areas, and that's the exact messaging. I mean, couldn't be more obvious. Yeah. V- not a good thing. 
No. Not a good you thing. You don't want three different parties on three different pages. And also, what's not a good thing about this is, hasn't there been, since Jim Harbaugh dropped out of the race, potentially, hasn't there been a clear number one Sean in Payton. everyone's eyes? Sean Payton. A minus and 110 favorite at DraftKings as of this morning. Still. Yeah. Still yeah. minus one, which is just wild. Um, And then, so he's kind of been the clear, obvious choice for the Broncos. And then it's Greg Penner. The one that wants him, Greg Penner, in this conversation, owns 31% of the Broncos, roughly 31% of the Broncos. Um, the other person who wants David Shaw, Condoleezza Rice, owns roughly 1% of the Broncos. And the person that wants Dan Quinn owns 0%, Zero. <laughs> of the Broncos. Yeah. How is this even a conversation like of, okay, what are we going to do here? So then you think, okay, well then it's easy. They bring Sean Payton in for an interview, uh, hire him, right? But then, like you said, I mean, the Arizona Cardinals – the Arizona Cardinals are jumping in front of of you for Dan Quinn and for Sean Payton. And on top of that, not, not, not only— Not necessarily jumping in front of you in terms of the rankings, but jumping in front of you in terms of the interview schedule. Mm -hmm. Which can be very important. It can because be. Because the Jaguars, they wanted a second interview with Nathaniel Hackett last year, and that's when the Broncos said, wait, 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 he's in our building right now. We're not going to let him leave. Yep, yep. And— Guess what? The Broncos didn't let him leave, and he became the next head coach of the Broncos, and the Jaguars didn't even get that second interview. So I do think that that's important. And it seems like every other team that has a head coaching position is doing second interviews or is lining second interviews up. The Broncos are the only one where it's crickets out there. It's well, weird, and I, I think some people in, in the comments feel like we're maybe overreacting. What I'll just say, speaking specifically for myself, I'm always looking at the positive side of things. If I'm worried, it means... There's a reason. Like, it doesn't mean that it's doomsday or anything. It's just like, man, I woke up today being like, this doesn't feel like it's going right. No, it certainly doesn't. And in the comments, I'm the man said, we can't go wrong getting any of these guys. It's a step in the right direction. If you're talking about any of these guys, meaning seven remaining candidates, well, the Broncos will likely be able to land one of those. But as we've kind of just, this process has played out, it was Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton, Dan Quinn, in whatever order you wanted to put him in. Uh, now Jim Harbaugh's out, so now it's the big three or the big two is uh, Sean Payton mm -hmm. and Dan Quinn. There's a chance that Dan Quinn doesn't leave the building with Arizona tomorrow after yeah. he talks with them, and that would open up Sean Payton. But we've just continued to find more information out. Many, many national people just keep reporting these tidbits that – are not good news for the Broncos connecting Sean Payton to them. In fact, it really seems like Sean Payton's leaning to going back to Fox. Yeah. Again, with all of this, there's just so many layers behind the scenes that we don't know. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, maybe he has zero interest in going to Fox at all, but that is just a total leverage play. We can't say that that's what it is or what it isn't. And it's but probably if, leverage over the Saints, if anything. It's possible, yeah, definitely. That would make sense. And, and <coughs> so you have that leverage. You have the fact that he could just want to go to Fox, and so that, like, it could be an 80% chance or whatever that he just isn't going to be coaching in the NFL next year. You have all of the, the reports about it's, it's Dan Quinn this way and David Shaw and Sean Payton, but also there's, there's a chance that the reason they haven't started going on the second round of interviews is because they really like D'Amico Ryans, too, and they want him to be part of the process, and they can't interview him till next week. And so there's just so many different factors that... I think that every day there's just going to keep being these swings one way or the other. And today is definitely the, the worst swing and a, a low point in terms of this coaching staff or, or this coaching search. But I do think that that was a good point that we saw, which is 
they would all be a step in the right direction. I think Sean Payton would be by far the biggest step in the right direction, but compared to where the Broncos were this season, there is at least that piece where you can be confident saying this isn't going to be worse. I was thinking about it this way the other day. I was like, think about how much of an upgrade Jerry Rosberg was from Dan exactly. Hackett. Like, how much of an upgrade would Dan Quinn be from Jerry Rosberg? Um, which I think it would be noticeable. I think yeah. one thing, though, that we talked about last week that I just can't get over and get myself to is the Broncos made it very clear that they were going to swing big and hit a home Mm -hmm. run. Dan Quinn, tier two, so it's not like a a strikeout, but we're talking about not even potentially getting Dan Quinn. Then what is it? And if Greg Penner doesn't really want David Schott, that's not his guy, and he's having to fall back on his two or three or four, it's just like, man... The Broncos set him up to just be in a very disappointing position. Yeah, it's they did. And that's the bummer of all this. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we've known from the beginning the Broncos didn't necessarily want to hire a first-time head coach. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the end their hands get tied. They hired D'Amico Ryans, and, it's a, and that's the home run. You know, like um, I really like D'Amico Ryans as a candidate. And mm-hmm. so if it wasn't for this whole – I don't know, the risk of hiring a first-time head coach, which I'm very aware of and afraid of as well. Um, I think I would be really high on D'Amico Ryans if we were like two coaching cycles ago or maybe even, yeah, probably two coaching cycles ago because last time was all about offense. But regardless, coaching and landing on a coaching candidate, a lot of it is luck. Um, so there's no, there's nothing about this search that that makes me think there's no chance Broncos are going to get a good head coach. Mm -hmm. But you're right, Zach, that when you set the expectations so high, then you set up the, the new coach for failure if you do have to dip below. And, like, Dan Quinn's the worst one in this, right? Because he's not exciting like okay. Sean Payton, and he's not doesn't have the unknown factor mm-hmm. like D'Amico Ryans. Right. So, like, everyone's just going to be like, eh. And in the end, if he wins, none of that will matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not, a, it's not a great setup by the Broncos in the mm-hmm. way that they've gone through the search. And that's why, as it seems like Sean Payton's maybe slipping away, although DraftKings would disagree. Um, that that doesn't feel good. That being said, there's so much odd reporting going on around the yes. whole Sean Payton scenario. It makes me think there's some some stuff going on behind the scenes that is, is hard to follow maybe for the media. And then you've got Colin Cowherd today say, well, maybe he doesn't want to go into the AFC West and go against Mahomes. Maybe he just wants to wait until next year and get the Chargers job. Let's yeah. uh well let let's well because the reason he said the AFC West is because Mahomes and Herbert aren't going anywhere. If he joins the Chargers, then he's just talking about just Mahomes. Mahomes. You eliminate half of it. Um, but something else that Colin Coward said, and let's kind of get into mm-hmm. some of the interesting reporting that you talked about because I want to see if I'm missing something here because all of the interesting reporting or reporting out there in the past 24 hours has only gone against the Broncos in terms of where Sean Payton is. And Colin Coward today said, I have been told the Broncos have made a decision. They want Sean Payton. Russell Wilson has told the Broncos owners he wants Sean Payton. And then Colin Coward went on about a four-minute rant, just tearing apart Russell Wilson, talking about (laughs) how he should, Sean Payton should stay away from Russell Mm -hmm. Wilson because it's not just the football stuff with Russell Wilson. If If he needed football rehab... That's one thing he believes Sean Payton can do. But he pointed to uh, just ish, all the issues. Is 
his words, that come with Russell Wilson off the field. Having his own chiropractor, having his own team, having his own office, having, uh, he said, like, uh, trying to help Sierra's career. Mm. And, and I mean, he just went. Struggling career, in, I think Yes, he, he did say struggling <laughs> career. He just went in to Russell Wilson's personal life and said, that's not something that if I'm Sean Payton, I want. And then he he also said with that, he ended by saying, I think the deal would be done today if Sean Payton said, all right, I'm your coach. And then he added, and he may do that. And then he a- ended with, I would pass if I were Sean Payton and one week ago. And the we- reason why any of this is notable is because it's very clear that Colin Cowherd is close with Sean Payton. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. One week ago, we gave uh, Colin Cowherd a lot of run, uh, fairly, I thought, because he had Sean Payton on a show on Monday. And then after he met, after Sean Payton interviewed with the Broncos on Tuesday, Colin Coward had dinner with Sean Payton. And boy, was Colin Coward just saying great things about Sean Payton to the Broncos. And we're like, okay, this guy just had dinner with him less than 12 hours ago. Now he's saying this stuff. So we gave him a lot of insight. We gave him a lot of credit for, for knowing what's going on. And then a week later... Sean Payton's interview has now been delayed with the Broncos. He's now meeting with other teams. And now Colin Coward comes out and says this. I I don't know how I can just pass this information Mm -hmm. off. It's not credible. Yep. I I think the best part of of the... (sighs) uh, Not even the best, but the bright spot is that a lot of the negatives are... I I think it's easy to see that coming from Colin himself. Now, it could be that, that Sean Payton believes those same things, but a lot of the takes on Russell Wilson... Like those are the takes you expect him to have. That's it. Those are the takes you expect any national media person to have, and that doesn't mean they're wrong. But it doesn't necessarily take Sean Payton saying, you know, I, I wonder about this off-field stuff with with Russ. I wonder if that means I shouldn't take this job. Like you don't need that for for Colin Coward to say that. So I think I hear that more so as coming from him. Although I mean, there's a reason he's saying it, and there's a good chance that Sean Payton thinks a lot of those same things. Because who wouldn't? I think that's basically what anybody thinks at this point is there's a lot of those hurdles you have to jump over. Um, but I, I think I, I I read a lot more into that first part um, right. and the parts from the connections where it's the Broncos want Sean Payton. First of all, yeah, duh. Um, Sean Payton could have that job today if he wanted it. Okay, yeah, duh. But also that that is a bit of a step. You know, that, that is sort of new. Um just because it does seem like there's more, more, more to the process on the Broncos side. The one thing that I would say is the um, the positive spin for the Broncos would be that Sean Payton is trying to make it seem like he wants to go back to Fox. He he might not be yeah. interested in the Broncos' job to try and get the compensation from the Saints lowered because he doesn't want to hurt his own position with his next team. Um, and who knows? Maybe that is the case. It's just hard to know. Hard to, hard to tell at this mm-hmm. point. There's more, and I think we haven't even got to the juiciest stuff yet with this. But I got to tell you about our friends over at yes. Game Time, because if you want to see some juicy drama in the next few months, check out the Nuggets. Check out the Avs. Avs starting to Avs get back. hot. Avs look like yes. they're back. Guys, DraftKings gave me a free $10 bet like like they were doing Ooh. Wild Card Weekend. I was like, I don't want to win $9. No. You know, just So I did something crazy. I put it, I followed Henry, I put it on Chief Super Bowl. Plus, 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 plus. You guys are sick. Plus, 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 plus. Nuggets, championship, plus Avs, championship. $10, 
wins $3,000. I'm like, what? You got to do this with a free bet. And that's something you can do over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Maybe you don't place it on the Chiefs. Maybe you place it on the Eagles to win. And by the way, the Chiefs have now fell from being the Super Bowl favorite. Now they're second. They're actually tied with Cincinnati at second. I believe the Eagles are one, Cincinnati KC two, and then third you have the 49ers. You see what the uh, Bengals are calling the stadium they're playing in this weekend? Uh, No. Burrowhead. (laughs) <laughs> game over i love the it game's over <sighs> you're the not chiefs, really you're not really hiding your pick, i'm not Ryan. i can't i can't the chiefs have no shot they're uh, calling it burrowhead he owns them uh, yeah he does he's three and oh there's, there's no doubt about if the that. players in the locker room can feel that the game's over they don't even have to play it i, I love it i love it I, i'm right there with you i hope that's the case would love yep. to see joe burrow back there and the way they look this past week there's I, I I can absolutely see a case for that. Yep. I can't wait to dive into this. Totally. And right it's now, be Ryan, so fun. not only are the Bengals players feeling it, the country's feeling it because the Chiefs went from one and a half point favorites. Crazy. Now they're dogs. <laughs> they're dogs. So if you believe in the Bengals, you believe in the cats. Well, <laughs> you bet on uh, you bet on the Bengals Sports to win. Sportsbooks are begging you to take the Chiefs. They are. They are, which is which is crazy because the country is disagreeing. So yeah. if you want $200 in free bets, which you can bet on the Bengals to win, you can bet on the Bengals, Nuggets, and Avs to win the Super Bowl. How about that? You can get right around 2,500 or 25,000 plus 30,000 odds. Use that promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook to get this. And make sure to see our show notes for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And if you happen to be in Missouri, which is kind of crazy, and you want to go to this game, which is in Missouri, which again just blows my mind. You can use game time to go to this game. Um, I, w- I want to quiz you guys. How much do you think it costs to get in the door, including fees, to the AFC Championship game? This is a tough one because we haven't had big football games here. The in way a while. you're setting it up seems like it would be less, mm. but no, I'm not buying that. I'm gonna say to get in the door. Yeah, three thirty-three. It's a fun number. Uh, to get in the door, six fifty. Three eighty-eight. Oh, okay. which is like a good deal for an AFC yeah. Championship game. Yeah, like it yeah. feels like there's there's plenty of I like. Zach was just talking about game time. Did you? No, DraftKings switch from game time to DraftKings mid read. He did. Maybe I. Okay. He did. <laughs> I, I, Wait, I, me? Yeah, you did. did I? You started. I mean, off it was DraftKings. You talked a lot about the game. Yeah. No, you started Anyways. with game time. <laughs> it doesn't. Matter. The point is, I started with game time. In- Finished with DraftKings. Wow. Double <laughs> read. Look at that. I didn't even but know. We didn't either. have DraftKings. <laughs> Wait, we didn't have DraftKings? Um, so, anyways, anyways, go to Game Time and uh, yeah. you click on the link in our description. You can take the next one. Well, then you scared me yeah. because I was like, Wait, did he not? Okay. Um, we also, need to finish the Game Time read, just so you know. We no, did. we actually. Yeah. We didn't. We finished the DraftKings one, not the Game Time. I just finished the Game Time one. You click on the click, link in our yeah. description. There we go. At Game Time. <laughs> it also, out check out our friends over at Shady Rays. Uh-huh. Uh, got some very, very stylish shades over there. I've actually got two coming in the mail right now. Ooh. Super excited for them. Waiting with, with bated breath. Let's use phrases we know. Okay. That, I think that's right, but I don't think I can. I, don't I can't be the judge. I to like waiting for some sunglasses. Bated breath. Um, anyways. Uh, check out Shady Rays. They have really all the styles. Um, I feel like I'm going to see Zach rocking the Shady Rays mm. aviators here mm. soon. Yeah. Wow. How do you um, know? Well, strike <laughs> me as an aviators guy. Anyways, um, use the code DNVR or visit them in store in the Park Meadows Mall and get 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself because Shady Rays, 
are rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Uh, speaking of being rated five stars by over 200,000 people, we mm. are rated five stars by like, I don't know, 600 or so people. Damn. Uh, Let's get to 200,000. Apple and Spotify. We've got a little race going on. Yep. Apple has a 200 review lead on Spotify. Trying to get Spotify caught up, but Apple listeners don't let Spotify catch you. Like you got to beat them. It's, in the end, it's probably going to turn into a race to a thousand. And also, Apple, your score is lower, yeah. so you have to hit the five star review in order to boost it. It's true. The haters, are, they're yep. out. Yep. Just on Apple though. Yeah. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, Henry's an Apple guy, so and he yes, must I be am. a hater. That yeah. must be built into the DNA. Fits. Yeah. Wow. Also, bated breath. First of all, typically used ironically. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so the good thing we called that off. Sometimes it's hard to tell when something's tongue-in-cheek. That I is gotta say. true. <laughs> that is true. Also, baited just comes from the word abated, but people just start saying it wrong. So baited breath, it should be abated. <clears throat> Interesting. But then it ju- that just became a phrase. That reminds me of how um, Cormani McLean, when he was being recruited by CU and he was at an official visit uh-huh. in Boulder... He posted on his Instagram story saying he was actually in Tampa and then said, y'all trim, which I had to learn what that means. Yeah. It's just, I guess, a no shortened idea. version of y'all tripping. Oh, I would have guessed haircut. Mm. No. Always a good guess. Yeah. Yeah. Just like what a DJ does. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought, I thought y'all trim. Y'all I trim. thought he misspelled y'all trip. No, it's just a, it's a Florida Southern phrase. Interesting. That's Keeping weird. me hip. Yeah, that's what I do around here. That's what happens when you follow Instagrams of 17-year-olds. <laughs> I remember those days. <laughs> At I least. Do. I try uh, not to do that. Yeah. They're recruits. <laughs> uh, and, of course, shout out to Cody for uh, of co- always leading the thumbs up. Subscribe. We also got Alex in there helping us out. Thank you guys so much. Let's get to 100. Before this next segment ends, thank you guys for tuning in live, hitting us with the thumbs up and the five-star views on Apple and Spotify. Okay, guys, help me decipher this. I think this is the juiciest juice out there. Wow. Jeff Duncan. Big time, Jeff Duncan. Big, Big dunk. Time. Big dunk. <laughs> That's what I call my cat. His name's Duncan. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's spelled a little different Big than Jeff Duncan. Uh, I call him a lot of things. That's one of them. That's um, a good one. Jeff Duncan said, this was this morning, latest update on Sean Payton. He completed his interview with Carolina on Monday in Charlotte and will meet with Arizona officials Thursday, as previously reported. His second meeting with Denver has been delayed. In my opinion, the longer this goes, the likelihood of Payton staying at Fox increases. Kind of talked about all of that. Mm-hmm. Diana Rossini quote tweets that mm, yes. and says, also to add big ruse, also <laughs> to add to Jeff Duncan reporting, I was told there is also a team waiting in the wings watching all of this and could make a move if they get their ducks <coughs> in a row, quote unquote. It's so, a pun about Justin Herbert going to Oregon. No. Wow. That would be something. <laughs> it's the Cowboys. Cowboys just now out of the playoffs. They're disappointed. You had the rumors from the start. That's got to be the Cowboys, right? Let me throw a couple of other teams out oh, okay. there. They don't have any ducks. How about the Saints? I don't, I don't think it was a... I, th- I think it was a single entendre. Oh, okay. How about the Saints? What? No. Why would he not just go back there? He loves Mickey Loomis. Mickey they're, Loomis loves him. They're screwed. They don't have a chance to compete for years. Okay. And he left because they were screwed over. And yeah. why would he go back? Again, this is like the bills even more do now. Okay. Negative okay. fifty-two million in cap space. No clear oh, way. I just out. threw it out there. I, I'm, I'm yeah. not fighting you guys. I'm How about this? Stopping out like a baby duck. The Dolphins. The Dolphins. 
The Dolphins literally oh. don't have a first-round pick this year because oh. they wanted Sean Payton so much last year that they got charged with tampering. <laughs> Tom Brady wants to go to Miami Sign and be with Sean so Payton. Um, that could be a team. This is best-case scenario that they're for owner. the Broncos. Best case. Because then Mike McDaniels is freed up. Yep. So what do you think? McDaniel, no S. McDaniels is freed. It just flows. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what do we think? Could that be what a team? What about the Colts? But what ducks do they have to line up? Storm duck? Their whole franchise? No. Yeah. Uh, See, they, they just already have their ducks it's, lined it's up. It's got to be They the don't Cowboys. have any ducks. They're duckless. That's a duckless organization. I wish I just wouldn't have said that phrase. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Diana, why'd you do me like that? Oh, Diana. <laughs> um, I do uh, think there's something to Miami. I'll Miami say that. Miami and okay. Dallas seem the most likely yeah. here. I was, all, I was just sure it was Dallas. No, nobody else even really came to mind. But I think your case for the Dolphins got me. Because they wanted him before. That's the big piece. Then you throw in the Mike McDaniel rumors. Then you throw in yeah. the, the whole Tom Brady thing from the past, <clears throat> which could come back. That could be... I know, that's three ducks right there. That's those are ducks that you'd have to put in a row. You have two ducks always in a row. No way they aren't aligned. Wow, that's a really good point. Three ducks. You need to have three ducks to have to put them in a row. And wait, what? You have Sean Payton. You have Tom Brady. And what's the other one? Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. And how about this? The cow. The the Dolphins don't have a first round pick this year. They do have Tua. So yeah. that could be a massive trade ducks. piece. And he throws. Touchdown bombs. Touchdown uh, bombs. Yeah, touchdown bombs. Um, <laughs> and uh, does not. He's never thrown a bomb in his life. He does throw bombs. Oh he does throw bombs. He does. He does. Thank you. They're Henry. just not Thank like. The, he doesn't throw lasers. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Laser you, know, you don't have to throw lasers. Grenades. They're like kind of tum- tumbling. Ducks that Those ducks fly explode into points. Um, <laughs> wow. But uh, but so that. What if that's what if that's the case? And then Mike McDaniel's is there. That is a way. That's a Don't scenario. Know who Mike is. Shut up. <laughs> that is that is a way that the Broncos could lose out on Jim Harbaugh, on Sean Payton, on Dan Quinn, and still and win. win and be more excited. Get the mm-hmm. fan base more excited. Not that that's everything, but get the fan base more excited than a Dan Quinn hire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, again, wouldn't though, the Cowboys be interested in hiring Dan Quinn if they were going to fire Mike McCarthy? Yeah, but I think Sean Payton would be their number one, and Dan Quinn would be their number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think. Yeah, also, first of all, absolutely yes, and I think that they could get Sean Payton. I, I think, think that so they too. would be the favorite if that's the move they wanted to make. Um, but also, like, if you have Dan Quinn, do you really need to make him head coach? Like, because I don't think he makes that big of a difference in terms of like just a he's a leader. If you're afraid, you're going to lose him to another team. Okay, that's fair. That is fair. Um, yeah, I mean, ideal scenario for the Cowboys would be Sean Payton as head coach. You pay Dan Quinn even more to stay as defensive coordinator. True. You know True. who needs to get their ducks in a row? The Broncos. They it's need true. to get yeah. Greg Penner, Condoleezza yeah. Rice, yeah. and yeah. George Payton in a row on the same page. And Mike McDaniel, Those are the ducks. all on the same page. Mike McDaniel. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, Gro- personal you. growth. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm it. trying. If Zach only called him Mike McDaniel's for the entire time he was head coach, would you still hire him? <laughs> would I still hire Zach? No, 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 no. Would you put up with Mike McDaniel? Uh, yes. Okay. But I would you, just, wouldn't I would drive you so crazy. Zach every time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll save my spicy Mike McDaniel takes for in case this actually happens. Mm, okay. Yes. Maybe maybe something in the next 24 hours breaks and he would yeah. potentially be a candidate. Yeah. Boy, the, would the that Cowboys, be a twist. 
are dumb if they keep th- rolling Mike McCarthy out there. Is that true though? Yes. Like, cause you, they everybody puts up that graphic that's like, is Sean Payton actually this good? Look, he's just Mike McCarthy, and it's like Mike McCarthy. I don't think is a bad coach. Like no. he he had the six win season the first year in Dallas. Yeah, he sucked. Also, Dak was hurt the whole time. He's had back to back twelve win seasons. Won the division last year. Won or took second in the division behind the Eagles. Wins twelve games in a division with the Eagles. That's impressive. Again, lost in the playoffs last year. Lost or, or the, lost the first playoff game last year. Lost the second one this year. I don't think he's a terrible coach. Like he might be kind of a John Fox. That's exactly what he is. But like it, unless exactly. unless you can get a Sean Payton, I don't think there's any reason to make a change. Like well, he's and, a good coach, and, and that's maybe what Dallas is doing. Exactly. Getting their ducks in a row mm-hmm. uh, is they're seeing okay. We only want to fire Mike McCarthy because he's a good coach. If mm-hmm. we know that we can get Sean Payton, and maybe that's the yep. research that's being done right now because we know that last week Jerry Jones put his support behind Mike McCarthy, and of mm-hmm. course they're they're about to they're in the playoffs. They just won a playoff game. Of course he has mm-hmm. support for him, but y- you don't want to lose out on McCarthy to then you know have to drop off in, in coaching if you guaranteed not yep. to get Sean Payton. So I think that's exactly what could be happening, but. It's not a bad thing to say that a coach is a John Fox. John Co- John Fox is a really good yeah. coach. Um, but Mike McCarthy has proved for the last few years yeah. that he can't get him over the hump. He got him mm-hmm. one playoff win this year. Lost to Brock yep. Purdy. What? He lost to Brock Purdy. Yeah, it's but it's also, true. I mean, the 49ers. Like, a lot of people have the 49ers as the best team in the NFC. And he I'm, wasn't able to turn the Cowboys into that. I'm just saying, like, you, if you were, like, looking at teams that you could draw in this round of the playoffs, you would say, like, you if you get Dak Prescott against Brock Purdy, you should get, feel good about your chances to win. True. We know that Jerry Jones is dying to win, too. And that would kind of be mm-hmm. a move to uh, try to win a championship. It would be. In like a one-for-one one sort of thing, like don't don't get all caught up in the money and everything. Would you trade Russ for Dak straight up? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. So like that. I don't love it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you do. I see. For me, it's like a. It's very yes. obvious. Yep. I mean, yes, it's very obvious. Yeah. Yep. And but again, like he did win seven <coughs> more games with the man. Like it's not <laughs> right, like they were right, similar. Right. right. No, I, I wasn't saying they were. I'm just th- there's a lot of hate out there for Dak right now. Yeah. Um. But Dak he might be really like bad the John game, Fox of quarterback or the Derek yeah. Carr. Yeah. He like that's where I see him. Where it's like, yeah, of course he didn't win the Super Bowl. He's right. Dak Prescott. Right. And of course, like wins twelve games back to back years. There you go. He's capable yeah. of that. It's Put low, some talent around him. Give him a defense. It's low key like a good argument against drafting quarterbacks in the mid rounds. Yeah. After the first round. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you might hit a home run because he was a second round pick or third. 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 You might hit a home run on a third round pick, which they absolutely did. Yeah. It's just not good enough. What's what about Russell Wilson? Yeah. Is he a case for that? No, because he has a, a ring. He yeah, does. Yeah, what, what he's done. Um, and that, yeah, like, that's something McCarthy has. He does have a ring. I'm pretty sure, though, that like Russ averaged like 160 passing yards, like eight. No, I think it was like 12 rushing yards, completed like 60% of his passes, maybe even a little under in that Super Bowl run. Yeah. But you can't, like, it does, you can't take the Super Bowl. He did that. But I don't know. We don't need to go down dark Russ. Okay, but, but, but to, to bring this back to the Broncos, if Mike McDaniel is available because Sean Payton goes to Miami, we would all take him. Yes. If. Wait, Henry, would you? I mean, I would take him. Would he he be your number one candidate if Sean Payton's 
taken mm. off the board today because we find out that he's going to Miami and Mike McDaniel's available. Does he go to number one for you? I think I heard a little S. I think uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it might still be David Shaw. I think that, but that, but then wow. you get in that David Shaw, Dan Quinn, Mike McDaniel tier. Like I think Mike McDaniel might be similar to Hackett in the way that things play out. Which, Ooh. but get, I mean, it's he. We had the same concerns about them. You know, it's an offensive guy who has this personality that you really like, but also but when you're losing, does it work? And we saw that is when he's it, actually an offensive genius. He made the playoffs too. Another yeah. big difference there. But I mean, dealing with three different quarterbacks too. Yeah, yeah, and there there were some contributing factors. But you start eight and three and finish nine and eight. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Like that's there is something that happened there, and I think that what we saw was that that personality might not play so well when you are losing. And I think that it's easy to be an offensive genius when you just have Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill and you're able to just send them deep over and over and over again. And some of those wins were... He was like, let's get Tyreek Hill. Exactly, exactly. And and there's something to that too. But I don't think that you give him the Broncos weapons and all of a sudden have a top 10 offense. Like, Mm -hmm. I I think that you still have, like, at best, a a middle-of-the-pack offense... The defense is whatever, and I don't think you make the playoffs, and I wonder about the personnel. I just go back to the text that I got, which what originally vaulted him so high for me last year, <clears throat> which was someone who had worked with a lot of different offensive coaches in the NFL who said, Kyle's number one, McDaniel's number two, in the smartest offensive coaches I've ever been around. Yeah. Also, just look at the, the very last game that Mike McDaniel coached. He almost beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo with Skyler Thompson, Thompson as his quarterback. Um, so, I mean, it's I yeah. understand why why he's not your guaranteed number one. Uh, he would be mine. But let's move on. Let's say the Cowboys are getting their ducks in a row uh-huh. for Sean their Payton. Their in a row. Their Dax in a row. Their Sean's in a row to hire Payton. He becomes our coach. Mike McCarthy, 12-win <laughs> coaches out there. Mm-hmm. Again, I think yeah, he's it's right. A John, it's a John it's the same thing as Dan Quinn. Exactly. Like I, I, I don't think I would take one over the other. One probably has a much better record, McCarthy. He does. So what do you <coughs> experience? What do you do? One has a Super Bowl, the other doesn't. Maybe it's not the best to hire a guy with a Super Bowl. Yeah. One, <laughs> one did it with Matt Ryan. One did it with Aaron Rodgers. True. Oh, get Aaron. I'm so. I've been more than done with Aaron Rodgers, and now <laughs> this is happening again. Who oh, could have seen this guy? Everyone could have seen this. You gotta be kidding me! Yeah. What? I, 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 th- I think I'd take McCarthy. Again, it, it's that same tier though. Over Dan Quinn. Yeah, like it's it, he was a very different coach than Mike McDaniel, like in terms of the way you think of him yeah. and. Like, one has a whole bunch of experience, the other does not. One has, like, this crazy offensive mind, the other is CEO type. But I do think that at the end of the day, like, that David Shaw, Mike McDaniel, Dan Quinn, like, they're, they're all good coaches. Mike McCarthy's in there, too. They're just, they're not, they're not Sean Payton. They're not Jim Harbaugh. Like, but they are clearly, I think, <clears throat> probably, ahead, probably ahead of Jim Caldwell and definitely ahead of the rest of them. I don't want Mike McCarthy because I'm tired of the Broncos getting memed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like no one's memeing Dan Quinn. This off season so? would be uh, the Broncos would just be kind of like uh, not irrelevant, but mm-hmm. just no one's thinking about him. It'd well, be the tough. Other thing is, like, what is Dan Quinn if he doesn't call plays? You know, like we all talk about it's him a as motivator, like, CEO, exactly. Yeah, but we haven't a... seen him do it. Is the thing? Like, I, I he sort of gave up play calling. I think the second to last year, he said like some of the duties will go to assistants. And then the last year, he started 0-5, and I couldn't figure out if he was calling plays or not then. 
But I mean, he that was a thing that he did. Like we talk about him as the CEO type, but it, he he was the play caller when he was with the Falcons, at least for what four and a half at least of the six years. Yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 no, it's a, it's a fair point. Yeah, um, like McCarthy and, uh, is a CEO type. You know that. Yeah, and then that means he's got to build a good coaching staff. And True. Th- what he did that shown, in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, gonna say yeah. he, he he has done that. Got um, a guy so smart. He thought of putting Ezekiel Elliott at center. Speaking of just getting memed on all off season, I mean, oh, what? And the, the fact that they had you know months to think about it, then they had a timeout uh, to think like, should we do, do this? we do this actually, or do we just you know it would have been kind of smart show yep. that and then they call a timeout and then you're like, okay, let's not do that thing. Yep. I know. And, and then also the fact how that play played out, it, you gotta be exactly. kidding. And it's crazy. <laughs> that Zeke's last play is a cowboy. Oh man, <laughs> wow. And the crazy part is like going into that play, nobody's thinking like, oh, the Cowboys are going to embarrass themselves here. Everybody's like, yeah, the game's over. The game's over. There's nothing right, they can right, do. Right. There's this one in a thousand chance that they actually pull something off. The only things that happen is there's this slim chance that they look incredible, and there's this massive, massive chance that it's just like, yeah, of Normal. course this is what happened. Yep, yep, they yep. found a way to fail, <laughs> which is almost impossible right there. You know who loved that play more than anyone in the world? Who? Tom McMahon. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because it might have passed him as the dumbest play ever. <laughs> it's really Montana true. legend Colt Anderson got that snap. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's something. They saw that two-on-one matchup, two defensive linemen against one offensive lineman. <laughs> and like, like, we got to take this. Yep. we got to take this matchup. Oh, man, that is just incredible. Also, something that's incredible, two-on-one ad reads. DraftKings, Ooh. game time. Maybe I just sprinkle them in again with <laughs> each other. Uh, of course, if you want to go to the AFC Championship game, use game time if you're there. But also... Make sure to check out so DraftKings if you want to check them or if you want to get in on this weekend's games. I think these are both great games to get some action in on. And like I said yesterday, I think you can I think this is going to be a one score game really regardless. So I think you can tease either way and you'll be able to win by teasing both games together. And like I said earlier, use that promo code DNVR when you sign up. New users will get $200 in free bets by placing a $5 bet on any NFL game this weekend. Just use a $5 bet on either of the two games this weekend. You get $200 in free bets in your account. I don't think this offer is going to be here long for the $200, so make sure to do that. And then you can use that money on the Super Bowl the very following weekend. Over under 225 things to bet on on DraftKings for the Super Bowl. Over. 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 So check them out. There's going to be plenty to use that money on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Make sure to see our show notes for details. Also, if you're like Ezekiel Elliott and you got hurt and it wasn't your fault, got to hit up our friends over at Bacchus and Shanker. (laughs) Um, They win. probably reached out to him. Probably. Yeah, Yeah, I would assume so. He's like, hey, uh, I've been put in danger by my place of work. (laughs) Um, Bacchus and Shanker has been helping Colorado families and Colorado clients who are seriously injured in cases that aren't their fault for over 25 years and they have won over one billion dollars for their clients they've got offices in all of colorado including neighborhood offices in denver aurora inglewood and fort collins Uh, and they have the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers on staff Uh, so check out backs and shanker by calling 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free they're not going to charge you anything until they win you your case. Check out Bacchus and Shank. I have a little fun update here. So about, let's see, um, a month ago, a couple of weeks ago, I got a package delivered to the DNVR office. It's from oh, our guy, yes. Dalton. 
who hooked me oh. up with the delicious uh, Bronzian, yeah. Bronzian? Bra- Bronzian, Bronzian spices, not just the mac and cheese. I mean, like six different types of mac and cheese. We're talking like uh, dip packs where you can like make your own ranch, make your own delicious things. Yep. So um, I'm like, Ryan, let's open it and just see, you know, if we, I was like, you guys can have some, Let, let's, let's split it up. You're like, well, let me see if there's a note in here. You dig through the box, no note. I'm like, do you, you guys want any? He's like, well, I just as addressed to you, so you take it. I'm like, okay. I bring it home. There's a note in the box oh. that you missed. He said, no excuses this time, Zach. Now that your name is on the box, you are in control to share or hoard as you wow. see fit. So, of course, I have not brought any for the guys now. It's, it's all yep. my... Maybe, it's the right maybe, decision. Maybe I'll share. I still have a little bit left. Uh, but, Henry uh, should get at least one. Yeah, he should. He Because you weren't, you weren't here last time. That's yeah. true. Ar- no, I was. I was interning. That, I got that, I got one or two. You had oh, it. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So I've tried it. Yeah, I had the barbecue one. That's the one that I've dove into. Yep. Delicious. It's so insane. shout out to Dalton. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll bring the guys some. I just made a big mistake. Why did I say that I had some? I, yeah, I, don't I know. was yeah. on my way to pre You just told your parents that you know Santa's real. <laughs> oh, oh, earmuffs. Oh. Earmuffs. <laughs> okay, we'll go back and use Which is it. obviously wrong. Yes, of course. Oh. <laughs> Disclaimer for any children watching the pod. <laughs> but if you Ryan, said that... Ryan if, doesn't know what he's talking about. If you were dumb enough to say that, then you would miss out on some great things. It's very true. It's very true. <laughs> you, yeah. You gotta so, go back and censor this now. Anyways... Um, Mac and cheese. By we, I mean yeah. We, yeah. Be, we need to be on a del- seven second delay. Yeah, yeah. We got we got timestamp that one. Oh, oh, well, there we go. <laughs> what uh, what's it called on the radio? You have the button, like a cough button. Is that what's Beep. called? Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, cough button. Yeah. I think so. I mean, that's it's the one for when you cough. Anyways. I, I, we also uh, our guy Dalton needs to hook us up with the contact over there so we can advertise them. Daily. True. It's 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 that good. It's very yes. true. It is amazing. Just like illegal Pete's queso. That would be nice if we just like how we have all the beers on the set every day. If we just had like a big pot of mac and cheese on the Ooh. set every day. You'd have to have the little fire underneath though, so it stays Ooh. warm. We could ma- we could manage that. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Man, Avalanche Amber Ale at us again. There you go. There we go. Shall we talk to the people? We'd let's talk to the people. I think we got some super chats. Yes. Bless you. Uh, here. Oh, that cough was button? a bla- That was a sneeze? yeah. That that was a cough button. <clears throat> why do we why do we say something that sneezes but not coughs? Mm, you're right. That was a sneeze, not a cough. Yeah. Speaking. But if you cough, you don't say mm. like "bless you." It's uh, it's a good point, Henry. You guys want a little fun fact? Up. I think it's because they used to say that when you sneeze, you're like you are exposed to like evil spirits entering yeah. your body. And so then you had to bless them oh, so yeah, that yeah. they couldn't. Yeah. It's one of those things. Right. Some, like, you, like, you know, Greek gods? Yeah. Where it's like they thought like all these Heard gods just live on that mountain. It's one of those where it's like, do people really believe that? Because you could just go up to the mountain. It's the same thing with like the bless you thing where it's like, do people really think that demons went in through your nose? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's like that one seems like I don't When you don't sneeze, think you're doing that. the opposite though. They're coming out, right? No, but then you have to it's breathe the, in really quick. Mm, yeah, the perfect entry let, point. All of a sudden, the there's just like in. a little, little bit less in there. They're yeah. like those whoever comes um, out sneeze replaced with demons. Scary organisms that are in like rivers that swim up. Oh, through your peepee. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's very true. Oh, I was thinking of salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I don't. Never from personal experience. Is that a real thing? I think so. 
Yeah. We got to watch out. Just like demons. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Um, th- this, this reminded me. I have a fun fact for you guys. If Bryce Young is picked first overall in this draft, he'll be the first Alabama player picked number one overall. That's wow. weird. Isn't that kind of crazy? Wow. Here's, crazy. here's the trivia Fraud now. dynasty, really. What? Fraud dynasty? Fraud dynasty. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess. Uh, here's maybe a, they should have picked Trent Richardson number one. Ooh, uh, if yeah, this was an NBA not. podcast, we call it a Mickey Mouse dynasty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> NBA oh. people call everything Mickey Mouse things. <laughs> That's true. Which is funny because it just started with the bubble because the bubble was at Disney World. Right. Yeah. But then it just turned into anything that <laughs> yeah. is fraudulent That's Mickey is Mickey Mouse, Mouse, which I'm in favor of. <laughs> yeah. Or like um, mid. That's yeah. the other thing NBA people want to say. It's like, no, actually, that's mid. <laughs> mid is pretty much think, everybody, by the way. But especially NBA people. I think people. mid has come and gone. Like, we've moved on from Oh, that. really? Yeah. I hadn't heard. I, I hadn't heard of its existence or uh, its... Uh, you had if you're finding out it. now, that means it's gone. Yeah, probably. You're right. <laughs> um, so then, uh, trivia for you. In the past 20 years, who is the highest drafted Alabama player? Tua? Nope. He was five. It's someone There's who's drafted it. Third oh, overall. Quinn and Williams? Richardson. It was not Trent Richardson. It was Quinn and Williams, yeah. which the, the reason I was sparked to think of this is, do you remember the interview that Quinn and Williams Conmer. had when he uh, blessed himself after sneezing? It is so funny. He sneezes in an interview, then says, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> it's so good. It is so funny. Oh, the only one so I can good. remember is the Kyler Murray one. Oh, you can so find good. it. It's, 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 uh, it's, oh, he said Kyler Murray? Yeah, he was the Kyler Murray. <laughs> wow. That also reminds me, I'm working on these offensive line grades for the season, which will be out later today. TheDNVR.com. Yep. But Lloyd Cushenberry, incredible in pass protection this season. Except for the game against Quinn and Williams when he just got mm. destroyed. It was crazy going back in that one. He like gave up six pressures. Wow. It's like one in every four times Quinn Williams just blew by him and got to Russ. I mean, crazy. he's he's having his all-pro year this yes. year. There's he's no very good at football. It. Crazy that Alabama just can't put out NFL talent. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> They're so mid. <laughs> Mickey Mouse Bama. that's uh what was pretty much said on the set with nick saban sitting right next to him in the uh championship game that was wild man i can't believe that looked him in the eyes and said georgia runs college football oh man i mean past two years he's not wrong all right from king louis bring back kubiak and wade phillips i clint kubiak and wes phillips oh nice when do you think that clint kubiak will get his first head coach job because I think we all have to agree. Never. So Kubiak, he's gonna, you don't think so? Mm-hmm. This this year was rough on him. Extremely rough. Not only being the quarterback coach, but then when he called games, I think he averaged less points than Nathaniel Hackett. Mm-hmm. That's not all on him. But then what's even worse is then you have Rosberg come in and your and third Alan. string play caller True. <clears throat> blows it up. He's a Kubiak, though. Somebody's going to give him a job. It'll be, I, I think, 10 years from now. He'll, uh, he'll have head coach experience. What is and he'll what is, have it all to owe to Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Probably. What what is uh yep. Bill Belichick's son's name? Steve. Steve. Do you think Steve gets Steve. a job? Head coaching job? Just, I do. He's just gonna New have England? to change up the look. Oh, here we go. Probably. Here we go. Can uh can we get the audio <laughs> on this? Here's Quinn and William uh in an epic. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> he like kind of changes the way he says bless you and thank you. Dude. Uh, that was before the draft, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. I love Quinn and Williams. <laughs> he's great. That's I'm happy he's playing well and that he that he is the reason that Alabama can prove that they can produce. NFL talent. Fair enough. Yeah. He's yeah. the guy. Yeah. He He's is. the guy for sure. Um, speaking of uh, our people, should we jump in the comment section on the website? Let's do First it. First one coming in from Arvada. Luke says, Hi, friends. I'm getting a bit nervous about this head coach process. Mm-hmm. We have not interviewed a lot of candidates that I think should be obvious at least to talk to, specifically any offensive coordinator still in the playoffs. To do to not to do so, to quote a less famous Hank. That's asinine. I get that we're looking for a CEO type and coordinator success is not a predictor of head coach success. I get that. And we've previously interviewed Callahan from Cincinnati, but we can't forget that the offensive side of the ball has been hot garbage here for the last half plus decade. When you have a defensive minded head coach, your coordinator gets poached. The moment you have success, every remaining playoff team and most playoff teams in the first place have a head coach from the offensive side of the ball. Considering who we've interviewed so far that whittles down our options to what three, Two question time for the draft capital. We'd have to exchange for Peyton. How many other teams do you think would trade their head coach for that same compensation? So how many coaches, how many teams would trade a first and a third for their own coach? Wow. I'm just going to ballpark wow. like eight. Uh, you ha- I think you have to start with every playoff team ish. Like yeah. maybe that's kind of it. Not the Cowboys. Yeah. 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 I would say it's closer to like five. Really? I think so. Because, I mean, like, you get like okay. Shanahan. There's a couple of the obvious ones, like Tomlin. The uh, Belichick is probably still up there. I think McVay would be. Would get a first and third? Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah, he would. Um, LaFleur? Like maybe Green you're Bay? right. No. Maybe, it, maybe it is less. Maybe it is. Oh, man. LaFleur, that's wild if he wouldn't. There's like, just no way. I mean, they won like 14 games, right? Back to back. The winningest 13? head coach in the first three years. Obviously, but, he had some help there. But they Aaron made Rogers. one NFC Championship game. If if that, mm, then you're talking my language now. True. Yeah, he's just taking Aaron down. <laughs> what about what about Zach Taylor with the Bengals? Yes, yes, uh, yeah. There the, are still people the, who think yeah. he's not yeah. a good head coach. That has to end. I was listening to Altitude on the way in yeah, yesterday. After they go win at Burrowhead again. Brett Kane brought up he was like 23 and 31 going into the game against the Broncos last year. Like four weeks to go in the season. 23 and 31 as a head coach. And then all of a sudden, like they've just been on this tear. It's like now here he is. It's like, should you should you poach from his coaching tree? Is it really a tear though when it's a year and a half with two good playoff runs? I think that's more of who he is. Yeah, not, probably. Not just kind of like on a streak. You yeah. take Burrow over Allen in a Fantasy draft now? Yes. Fantasy draft? Like, like just your starting teams. Everyone's yep. up. Your pick number two? Yeah. Yeah, because Mahomes is one. Yeah. 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 I think it's got to be Burrow. Does your one change depending on this coming game? Yes. No. So if Mahomes wins, you would take Mahomes one. Yes. And if Burrow wins, you take Burrow one. Yes. There's, really? That, oh. That's for sure going to be the conversation after this game. If Mahomes uh, wins, it's going to be like, okay, he's finally beat Burrow. That was kind of the last thing to get off his back because he already has an MVP. He already has a he Super already has Bowl. A, well, he, that's what I'm saying. He That would be the last thing. But, like, being Joe Burrow isn't even a thing to me. Like, um, he is, he's just the best quarterback, and there's nothing but, that Burrow could do this week that would change that. And that's fair. I, yeah, I, I, totally. I, I just thought it's interesting that Ryan said yeah. that is something for yeah. him this week. He just has the most it of anyone. The only person who would compete with him is Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's washed. You think Joe Burrow does? 
Yeah. I think Mahomes does. No. He's, he's incredible. He's just the most talented. By a mile. And then also, <laughs> like, like the fourth quarter, comebacks. Like, he's done everything. He's won a Super Bowl. See, he, here's here's the thing. <laughs> if, Joe, G. If, the Joe Burrow, if Joe Burrow wins this, uh-huh. then he's going to have the chance in just one game to win the Super Bowl. True. So I'm kind of on Ryan's boat with this. Really? I think it might tell you where uh. I'm feeling with this game right now, though. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. We'll um, next one is from our... Va- it is crazy, though, that like Josh Allen... I don't know. He just can't get it done against those He turns guys. the ball over too yeah. much. Like He led the NFL in turnovers this year. Yeah, and just think about one week earlier. Could barely mm-hmm. beat the Dolphins with the third-string yep. quarterback in Buffalo with a 17 to nothing mm-hmm. lead. Yep. But again, like, not that Josh Allen's bad. He's just like behind those two. Yeah. Like, keep it real, Denver says Joe is him. Like, I'm of the opinion that he might be the only person you could say that about. He is the definition of him. Yeah. yeah. Patrick I mean, Mahomes. Patrick. So. You have to say it. <laughs> he's incredible. <laughs> like he's a, he's a clear number he's, one to me. He's on track. There is to... space. I just don't know if you could be him and then have that voice. <laughs> I'm not gonna voice shame anyone here. <laughs> or <Arvada> Luke says <laughs> I get laugh shamed too much. Anthony Lynn, Brian Callahan, Eric Bieniemy, Shane Steichen. Tell me that isn't an exciting list of interviews. To be honest, it's not to me. No. Um, <laughs> I, I'm actually agreeing with Arvada Luke. I I hate that there's not one first-time offensive or, like, new head coach offensive guy that the Broncos aren't interviewing. Clearly, I think that's too much of an overcorrection from Nathaniel Hackett. I'm not saying they have to hire him, but how are you not interviewing Shane Steichen? I agree. What what they've done. Uh, sure, Brian Callahan, just one of these guys. I agree. I'm just yeah. saying this list sure. particularly yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, excite yeah. me. Yeah. Um, like, come on, you're telling me that a guy that had a better fi- than 500 record as a Chargers head coach wouldn't absolutely slay here in Denver, <laughs> especially with a sizable investment in the training and medical staff. Oh, Ooh. boy. Training and medical staff actually did him a favor because they put Tyra Taylor on the sidelines and got That's Justin true. Herbert in the game. Training and medical staff here. We already know that uh, Greg Penner isn't just reviewing it in building. He said he's flown to New York to talk to uh, the head like trainer of the NFL to see what's going on with the Broncos. By the way, the thing about um, Russell Wilson having his own chiropractor, every player does. It's mostly just Mario. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, like, that's not an odd thing at all. Yeah. I wonder if that's what they're upset about. Huh, let go to Mario. A lot of the things he said were odd things. That one just particularly is. The way I agree with you. The way he said it made it seem like maybe this – the chiropractor's like in the building sure every single day. And I guess that would be mm-hmm. just a little different, but yeah. you're right. Yep. The count. I had my Apple podcast on autoplay last night. I fell asleep to the Buffs pod, gently rocking me into slumber and wow. was awoke mid dream to the gentle musings of Hank and Numbies discussing this past year's Pro Bowl selections. This is the second mm-hmm. time in as many days that I've gone back and listened to old random pods. And I have to say they age really well, my gents. Oof. I think Good. I may have found my new off season hobby. <laughs> what is something that you love so much? Even the reruns get you amped. Love the count. That is such a nice thing to say. I, I was yeah, actually talking with Yaya about this yesterday. I prefer watching movies I've seen before, which now that I say mm. out loud, I think we've talked about it on the show before. I don't I don't Maybe think not. so. It's just nice. Like I you you never have like the ten out of ten, like what is going to happen? Oh, this is an incredible movie. Like what could be better? But you're if you know you like a movie, we we just watched Zootopia again last night, you know that you're gonna get an eight out of ten. <laughs> never heard of it. Oh. Zootopia. I'm guessing animated animals. 
basically the idea is it's like way in the future. All of the animals have come together. There's no more like predator prey. They've kind of gotten over it. Wow. But then, wow. but then a bunch of the predators go crazy. It's like a mystery. Uh, There's a rabbit who's a cop, which is like oh, rare. I, I've seen um, like a child in front of me watching that on a plane. It's mm. a. It is a good movie. <laughs> Was yeah. it Henry? It could have been yeah. on the way to on the way to London. <laughs> but there's just so many movies where I know that I can just sit down, I can watch it, and I'll enjoy it. There's no risk. There's no bust potential. For me, rewatching, I can I can always rewatch series of action uh, movies like James Bond, uh, yeah. Indiana Jones, uh-huh. Mission Impossible, National Treasure. Uh, not really. That's not really a series. <laughs> but I do love National Treasure. Those because you always kind of <laughs> there's so many of them you? that you can't stand Nick Cage. Oh, He's man. a great. I, lo- I like Michigan uh, National Treasure. It's, it's so a great good. one. Yeah. I just wish they had made more of them and that the other ones they made were better. And then it could be included in the series. It could be. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of my take on like restaurants because I really love trying new things, but I don't like trying new things at restaurants that I already like. Because I'm like, I just know yeah. I love this thing. Fair. But like yeah. like Uncle's a perfect example. I order the same thing I go to Uncle every single time. The whole menu is probably amazing. Yeah. But yeah. I can't help but order my it's my favorite thing. Yeah. Um I also have a bad quality where I don't like watching a movie that I haven't seen with a person who has seen that movie. Well, that's very fair. Because huh. that person kind of ruins it well, or yes. one time they'll be like Oh, this part's really good. Right, I'm like, right, right. Don't say oh, that. God. Yeah, <laughs> I would never. Yep, hundred percent. So nobody is allowed to talk over movies. That is one of the things that I hate more than anything. How would you feel if you were watching a movie and someone in the room like pulled out their phone and started looking at it? I uh, see. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care as long as that person doesn't then say like, "Wait, what happened?" Ooh. For example, yeah. we we watched a Prestige recently. And I was told by the person with whom I watched The Prestige that they did not understand. We're not throwing anybody <laughs> under the bus. Not especially not somebody who got donuts this morning. But the mm. again the at the end it's like I don't understand. It's like well you yeah, because you missed the part where the the don't I'm not gonna spoil it. But the spoiled. part the the point the spoiled part the, exactly. There's a twist at the end that you would have understood, and it's like well you would have really enjoyed this if, had had you known. I just feel like. As soon as someone pulls out their phone, and I could be guilty of this sometimes too, like we're no longer watching a movie together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching a movie by myself. Exactly. Dang. And then it ruins it. it just, Is that when you just turn the TV off <laughs> and you wait for that? I might as well just play Madden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Also, that same movie, that the same person had said, Dang. oh, yeah, I'm excited for this. And so we press play. And as soon as the play button's pressed, that means it's time to go like change your pajamas. Oh. It's like, well, well, no, it's okay. You pause it. And she came back and she's like, oh. You paused it. It's like, well, of course he did. It, this is a two-hour movie. <laughs> I can wait two minutes so that we're, so that you know what is going on here. Boy, Real quick, I, though, uh, Henry does talk about movies like they just came out yesterday. We were talking about this yesterday. He's like, have you seen The Prestige? It's a great movie, man. Well, it came out in 2006. And he's talking about us two all the time. You see, Neither of us have ever seen anything. So. Yeah, it's have, very true. You see that little green thing? Yeah. So... It looks like that one movie with the emotions. Yes, it also a good movie. But Yahir threw one of those at me and then like had another one in his hand and I was like, "Oh, it's just like The Prestige." Have you seen The Prestige? And for those of you who've seen The Prestige, it's a lot like The Prestige. To anybody else, this is a waste of time. You're kind of going back and forth between Prestige and Prestige. The Prestige. Prestige. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. Huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, I think we still have a couple more comments it's a good movie. here. Bronco and 
Bronco and SD says, after Colin Coward's segment today, I'm pressing the panic button, combined with reports trying to pump up D'Amico Ryan's. Yikes. Peyton uh, not only wasted his first season with new ownership, but now his decision to bring in Russ is preventing ownership from hiring the coach they want. It was nice knowing you, George. Unless you think this is all games from Peyton's camp, boy, that's not an angle of this that I thought of is... Could this just be upsetting Greg Penner on George Payton even more? They could actually afford a rocket to the sun. Oh, wow. They could. They really could. <laughs> Dang. That's tough. That's wow. really. And tough now you can't fire George and like hire any GM you want because some teams have already hired GMs. True. What a weird spot. Man, and this was the issue we talked about hmm. of not having. Nathaniel Hackett and George Payton be a package deal. And now mm -hmm. you may hire a coach and then fire the GM next year and hire a new GM, and then that person's on the same page with the coach. Mm -hmm. Boy, I hope that's not the case. Hope something changes in the next couple days. Moogie comes in and says, just saw the five-minute segment uh, that Zach shared about Colin Cowherd saying if he was Payton, he would pass on $25 million because of Russell Wilson. And, man, it's a shame that Payton has a close relationship with Cowherd, and he, of all people, has a voice in Payton's head in this process. He essentially used the segment just to shit on Russell as a human being, which is a bad agenda to take. Honestly, this all uh, all this drama is starting to feel like Peyton is just going to going around <laughs> twerking to keep his name <laughs> relevant until next year's cycle, where he can get a solid shot at the Chargers or Cowboys job. I say let's hire Shaw and move on. Could you imagine on the Fox set when he's surrounded by all like the former players and coaches, and John Peyton's just in the middle twerking. of the screen twerking? <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's already like shit, nothing wrong with being shorter than most people. Me, I am too, Sean. But he's just already shorter on him, and he's just twerking. If Why I was Sean Payton, I'd be like, don't it's put me point. standing up next to Rob Gronkowski ever. That's so yeah, dumb. It's <laughs> and then they all like again, they're doing their swaying, just like back. It's like just. This is weird. Yeah, it sit is. down. There's a there's a reason TV has been the way it's always been. Just everybody sit down at a desk and talk. I don't, I don't agree with that part. Like oh. it can be improved upon. Uh, yeah. But I agree with like. There's nothing I hate more than like the post game show where you've got dudes in suits and you know dress shoes standing on the field. <sighs> the one I hate more is the hoodies under the. Suit. <laughs> that yes. looks so dumb. I can uh, here's Some a take. Just like call him out, uh, yep. Andrew Whitworth. It's Andrew Whitworth and <laughs> Andrew Whitworth and the boys. They love to do that. But anything I under. I think Coach Prime did that on uh, game day, so I'm pro. Okay. <laughs> anything other than just a dress shirt or or a sweater. A sweater is fine under a suit jacket. Wrong. And I know that that's uh, that's popular. You wear your graphic tee or whatever, but not a fan. I'm I, anti I, the graphic tee under. Dion also does that jacket. all the time too. The tee. Uh, the sweater. That's what I just. Yeah, yeah that's what I just said. Sweatshirt though, not allowed. Hoodie, pro I, hoodie under suit. No, no, no. I, I, I think it. Jacket. I think it looks kind of cool. Um, huh. but I don't. I don't get it. What are you trying to be here? What are you? I don't trying, What are you trying to do? I'm it's just like wearing super anti ever making anyone wear a suit to talk about sports. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one. Because it's sports. Exactly. Yeah, like no I get. No one it. does that. It is like nice to look kind of professional. You could be professional without having to wear a suit. Yeah. I don't have a strong feeling one way or the other. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Like, let's just go polos. What I don't understand is like the again sweatshirt with the, it's like would you wear sweatpants with a top hat? No, you'd look silly. You look silly. You're mixing two totally different ends of the spectrum together. Well, he doesn't just like my. I get it. Hink doesn't like my outfit. Uh, a lot of times I wear sweatpants with uh, a, a button down or a polo. It's true. My it's, girlfriend, make fiance, makes yeah. so much fun of me for it. It is <laughs> weird, objectively, but it's you. 
And like I embrace that. Oh, I thank appreciate you. Thank it. You. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Last one here, Bronco and SD says, now Albright is saying Peyton doesn't have a market and that the org has concerns. This is pure chaos. Now, yeah. th there is now, we are getting to the point where you do have to read, okay, what's like, a re and I'm not, this isn't against Ben at all, but like what is a real report? What is a report? Smoke screen season. Yeah, what is trying to help Peyton? What is trying to help the Broncos slash other teams? And uh, what, what Benjamin Albright said was he said, from everything I've heard, it doesn't appear Sean Payton has much of a market. Jobs he wanted didn't open. And outside of Denver, we'll see about Arizona. There just hasn't been much interest. Strong possibility he goes back to TV. And then he also said, responding to someone, it's not just a compensation. There are concerns about the amount of control he wants top to bottom. There are concerns about some of the people he wants for the staff. There are concerns. There are some of the fee off the field concerns maybe from other teams i don't know how the broncos would be outside of george payton would be concerned about any of that with with mm -hmm. sean it unless just, it's the off the field stuff it's the nitpicking like yes. it you just have to live with it like anywhere else that a coach has like crazy control over the organization typically they've just been there for a long time it's like bill belichick did not get to new england and all of a sudden it's like oh there's bill belichick who makes every single decision he wants uh -huh. to make right it's like oh he won a couple Super Bowls. Sure, now you get to do whatever. And so it's kind of weird bringing in somebody from the outside and saying, like, here's the control that typically, like, you have to build your way up to. But he's built it up over there. We've seen it work. And if that's what it takes to get Sean Payton, that's what it takes to get Sean Payton. Let me ask you this. Who would be concerned about the amount of power that Sean Payton has? George Payton. That's said. I think, ah. <laughs> I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. We Oh, we have a super chat. Let's Ooh. get this super chat. Two super chats? No, just one. Uh, from Bronco Nuts. Nice. Uh, not <laughs> coach related. In your opinion, is there any sport that is better watched on TV than in person? Oh, boy. Um, uh, it depends on your seats. It depends on it the stadium you're at. It also depends on what you're looking for. And I'm specifically thinking football. If you're looking for the atmosphere then the atmosphere of football yeah. game is is unmatched. Um, but if you want like the best viewing experience, then it is better mm -hmm. to watch the game at home than mm -hmm. than be at the stadium. The yeah. thing about football is it's just perfect for TV. Like everything about it, where it's like the first of all, everything's segmented. Show you the whole field. That there is that, you know. which is so such an easy solution. Like they could easily do it. But on pass plays, even though it's like zoom in, they'll pan over to the quarterback. You're like, what are you doing? That's not what's happening. Outside of that, though, it's like, oh, there's. Here he goes. They throw the ball and like, oh, there it is. And you zoom in. And then after the play, there's like celebrations. Like, what is the opposing coach thinking? You cut over to him. It's like, now this coach is calling a play. It's like, oh, there he is looking at his play sheet. What are we looking at? And it's like, next play, it's like, oh, there's a penalty. Now you cut to the ref. It's like, okay, what's the ref going to say? And then the ref is like, oh, it's it's a penalty on him. And it's like, now all of a sudden, like a courtroom drama in that way. It's like, here's what that guy thinks. Oh, he's angry. He hates yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what does the coach think? The coach threw his play sheet. How is he going to And so it's just like, it's just drama, drama, drama. It's quick cut, quick cut, quick. Like, it's just incredible wow. for TV. And so, well, like, why I love football has never made more sense to me than right now. It's incredible. <laughs> it's just bang, bang, bang. But then also, you can kind of miss everything with the plays. And it's like, oh, what's going on the phone oh i need to go grab a drink you can run in between plays and do it like it is just laid out perfectly for tv man yep. you describing that the play that i think of that like tv could capitalize on the most 
is the Chargers meltdown with Joey Bosa. Mm -hmm. When Joey Bosa, because they they show the play, then they show Joey Bosa walking off, and then they show his helmet thrown, but then they're also showing then the replay of him actually being justified being upset because there was a false start there, but then they have to go back to Joey Bosa throwing his helmet, and then they get another shot of... uh, of Brandon Staley picking up his helmet, giving it to him, and then Joey Bosa throwing his helmet again. <laughs> it's incredible. Sure. That that said, I would take any seat in the stadium over over watching on TV. Yeah, I can't really think of it because they're all just they all have such a great thing about being in the stadium. Exactly. Like, like to me, college football is the number one one that's the best in the stadium. Like the mm-hmm. upgrade over TV and being in the stadium yep. is huge. But everyone, like I was thinking, like hockey, no. That's so great to be in the stadium for a hockey mm-hmm. game. Basketball, no, like that one's really easy to follow when you're at the game. So yep. like it's great. Um, so I I don't think so. Uh, I mm-hmm. will say like if I had no investment in either of the teams of a for a NFL football game, I would definitely rather watch it on TV. Well, and in the press box, we're spoiled because there's TVs inside True. the press box, so we get to see the replays and stuff. And a lot of the times they show replays uh, at the stadium, but not as much as they do mm-hmm. if you're watching the game on, on TV. One of the things I miss is sitting up at the top, though. Like, those seats are... Like, every seat is just different. And when you're watching an NFL game, my family's seats are pretty close to the field. And I still, like, before the game, will like, go down there and you hear what the guys are saying on the bench and that sort of stuff. But but when you're up at the top, you get a view you do not get anywhere else. Like you don't get on TV. Like if you're toward the bottom of the 500s in the Broncos Stadium, in terms of watching the game, by you far the everything. best seat. Yeah. By far the best seat. You see everything play out. You're close Even enough. Even better you if get you're in the see. end zone, in my opinion. Yeah, like you can make that case. And that one, it's kind of like hockey, where it's just like fun to get a different angle. Yeah. It's like oh, this is what it looks like going this way. But I do really miss that. Yeah, there's a. Pros and cons for it all, right? Pros and cons. I'm really going to miss this pod today. This has been a fun one. And Cody, shout out to you for helping us get to likes. As Jared said, the Buffs pods are killing us in likes. Let's turn that around. We really racked up the dislikes while we were talking about the prestige. People hate that. Wow. I don't know what they're thinking. Henry, you're trying to drag Ryan and I into this, man. Those six dislikes (coughs) are on you, friend. That is true. On your birthday, six dislikes all All on your plate. Drown yeah. them out with six more upvotes yes. or thumbs up. Um, Ooh, Redditor. But for that, yes. <laughs> Big Reddit guy. You should see my karma, bro. It's crazy. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. We'll talk to you guys later. Flying cotton